0: the Go Legal Yourself podcast. This show is about knowing the legal life cycle of your business. Welcome to the Go Legal Yourself podcast, episode 15, title: What Should Be In Your Contract? I am your host, attorney Kelly Bagler, the queen of business law. You can interact with us on social media at Go Legal Yourself and do please find us on the web at golegalyourself.com. Today, I would really like to talk to you about what should be in your contract. Yes, you're probably wondering, well, a contract's a contract. Well, not really. If you are going to want to enforce a contract that you enter into with a third party, your contract really must have the following. Ready to write this down? Trust me, it will serve you well. You might hear some noise in the background. That's okay. We are recording in studio and yes, I have my dogs running around too. By the way, have I told you I love dogs? Dogs are the best, aren't they? Going back to what should be in your contract, there are certain items and we're going to start off with the first one, which is the name of the parties. You would be surprised I have seen some contracts that really don't have the proper names of the parties. If you are going to enter into a contract with a company, make sure that you use the company's entire name, such as ABC Incorporated or ABC Inc. or ABC LLC. And if you're going to use an individual's name, please make sure that you use their full name and not a nickname that they go by. The second thing that you really must have in your contract is what are the services being offered? You could be the person that's offering the services or you can engage the third party that are offering the services. But you have to make sure that you are very specific on what are those services that are being offered. That is the number one issue where disputes arise around because you might have thought, well... This is exactly what I wanted this person to do for me. And they might have thought, well, that's not exactly what they wanted me to do for them. So please spend some time and make sure that you spell out the services that have been offered in the contract. The third thing is make sure that you have a price in the contract. I have seen numerous contracts where compensation is left blank or to be negotiated later on. As I was mentioning to Moo a couple of episodes back, I certainly can't pay for my bills and write them an IOU and I'm waiting to be paid. So I'm assuming you as business owners can't afford to pay your bills with IOUs too. So make sure you write the price down as exactly how much you will be paying or, or you will be receiving for those services. The other thing that needs to be in your contract is method of payment. And when you are going to get paid, that's a big one. You really want to pay attention to, to this one. So most of the time, for example, with attorneys, we are put on retainer, which means that we get our money up front and then we bill against that money. And so we know whatever work we do, the money's going to be there that we can take for our services. With most other professions and other businesses, you always get paid after the services have been delivered. But that can be a sticky point because some companies out there are going to pay you net 30, net 60, and some even net 90. I don't know if your mortgage company can wait until you get paid. They're not going to wait 90 days until you get paid so you can pay your mortgage. Please pay attention to those terms. Make sure that either you're going to put in there You are going to get paid immediately upon providing the services or you're going to get paid immediately upon providing the invoice or you're going to get paid 10 days within providing the invoice. But make sure that you know exactly when you're going to get paid and how. How are you going to get paid? You can either get paid by cheque or they can deposit into your bank account or they can even provide you with a credit card. But specify The other thing that you might come across is a refund policy. Well, probably thinking, I don't know, that probably wouldn't apply to me. But you want to make sure that if you provide certain services, for example, you provide some advertising services, and the advertisement has already gone out to a handful of people. So, halfway, the job is pretty much done. But you want to, you're not happy with the advertisement and you want your money back. Sometimes these companies will put in non-refundable or within the first 15 days, it's non-refundable. You make sure what you want your non-refundable policy to be. The other thing that your contract really needs to address is protection of your intellectual property. What do I mean by that? Well, you have a logo that you use to be recognized. You have a company name that you use to be recognized. You might even have a trade secret. For example, you probably have a way of uh, providing information to a client, a proposal, if you will. And in this proposal, you have done your research and You certainly don't want them to take off and use that without paying you. So make sure that anything that belongs to you belongs to you and not necessarily the client. The other item that definitely has to be in your contract is what will terminate the contract? Yes, believe it or not, I have come across contracts where there is no termination. So if you are unhappy with your client, you should have the right to terminate that contract, don't you think? Yes, I certainly think so. So, make sure that you have a policy in there that says, what will trigger termination? How can you terminate? Do you have to provide notice? And upon termination, do you get your documents back? Does the client get their documents back? Does anybody save a copy? It's really important to understand that termination is a big part of a contract and that can give you the power really to get out of something if you are unhappy. Another item is where and how will the disputes be settled? If there is no mention in your contract, your default is going to be a court of law. And going to a court of law can become very, very expensive. You want to explore some of the different settlement uh, options for you. So, for example, you might want to put in the contract that you're going to mediate a issue if an issue comes up, or you're going to go to arbitration if an issue comes up, or you are, you're just going to go to court and file a lawsuit That I would suggest as a last resort, because again, it gets very, very expensive. Plus going to court, now it becomes public. You certainly don't want your other clients and customers to know that you are being sued or you are suing. It just doesn't bode well for you. Let's talk about confidentiality clauses. Sometimes A confidentiality clause is a must in a contract, depending on what you are doing. So, if you are going to be, let's see, um, sharing confidential information with a third party, absolutely, you need a confidentiality clause. If you want to, say, you engage a high polluting company and this company is well known and they do not want the world to know that you are providing services for them then there will be a confidentiality clause in there and you should not be should not shy away from using that sometimes a confidentiality clause is not in your best interest let me give you an example i represented a client who has a photography business and she was taking Photographs of some business owners at a well known establishment. And they did not want her to share the information with other people however that information that she was sharing actually is building her credibility so she can advertise to others that I do take professional headshots and here are some examples so you want to be careful again sometimes confidentiality is not going to be right for you but definitely make sure that something that you address the last item that definitely should be in your contract is the tax obligations when, when I talk about tax obligations, I'm talking about if you are an independent contractor and in most cases you will be if you have your own business, you are going to make sure that you are going to get paid the full price rather than any taxes being taken out. And if that's the case, you also need to provide a W-9 to the person that you are providing the services to so that can be captured on the taxes for both parties accordingly. Make sure that these items are definitely in your contract. If you do have a contract go back and review it. Sorry about the noise again it is my Bella Boo. Yes she is my 80 pound boxer. She's three years old and all of a sudden she feels hungry so she's having a midday snack. Again do take contracts seriously. And remember, the only way you become successful is if you make today the day you go legal yourself. I am attorney Kelly Bagler, the queen of business law, and it has been a pleasure being your host. Until next time, cheers to your success.